Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Familypreneur podcast. Today's guest is a nutritionist and a feminine energy expert. She puts energy and power back into women's bodies who desire more in health and love. Today, we're going to talk about productivity, but she can also help with things like weight loss, emotional eating, thyroid conditions, acne, and hormonal imbalances. I'm excited to introduce you to Dorit Palvinov. Hey there, Dorit. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Meg. I'm really excited because we are going to cover a topic that... I have to be honest, I didn't even know it was a thing, and therefore, we've never even touched it at all on this podcast, so I'm really excited to dive deep into this with you. Yeah, me too. Let's do this. All right. So I want to start by just asking how you got into this work. What does your background look like, and what made you decide to focus on the the female cycle and productivity? Yeah, that's a great question. So for me, I never, never, ever thought that I would be in the health space. I always, before I became a mom, before I got married, I always envisioned myself being in corporate, shaking hands, wearing a white blazer. (laughs) Um, But then when I got married and became a mom, Uh, everything changed for me. And I think it's very, uh, you know, I think a lot of your listeners, especially the, you know, the female listeners will relate to that because so much, everything changes once you become a mom. You all of a sudden have, you know, this being that you're responsible for. And it's not the duty of responsibility. It's also, you want to be responsible. You all of a sudden step into this, you know, bigger and better version of yourself. You want to become better for, you know, that person. So I have three little girls uh, and I know you are also a girl mom. And for me, I grew up in a family of mostly women. Uh, my mom had three daughters. I have three daughters. And so this topic of femininity, female power, um, it's just a recurrent thing in uh, in my life. And so I decided, you know what? Let me just learn about that. I started my career from uh being a pediatric nutritionist. So after I became a registered holistic nutritionist, I worked with families. I helped with leaky eating and um, you know, helped families to, you know, um create healthier meal plans and all that stuff. And uh, eventually I noticed that what I was doing, I was kind of, when I asked the parents, how you, you guys eat, how, you know, what is your view on nutrition? Many of them didn't even care 
Like all they wanted to do is feed their kids healthy, meaning let me do the quote unquote the right thing because that's what I'm supposed to. But when once the kids are sleeping, they, they drink alcohol, they don't take care of themselves, they don't nourish themselves. And so here I was kind of like faced with this double, like double standard. Like, what am I doing? I'm 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 I, I'm bypassing the most important piece of the puzzle, which is the health of the pe- of the of the parents, right? And then once the, the the parents prioritize their health, then it's kind of like you know it pass it's passed on to the children kind of naturally without you know being coached or paying someone to do it for you. So, so that's how it slowly changed for me. I'm in the industry for a little over seven years now. And uh, now I work entirely only with women. Um, the, the topic of the feminine cycle, the, the, the feminine current, or what I call it, it just kind of like emerged from my own experience, from, from my own heavy, heavy, heavy rock bottom when I felt like my life is totally unsustainable. Um, and that's, why, that's when I was kind of like on the lookout, um, on the search for a better system, for a better way to live my life so that I can create and sustain my levels of energy throughout the day in a way that, yes, I can serve my family. Yes, I can raise my kids. Yes, I can help with the homework and the meals and the laundry and all the logistics, right? The quote-unquote not fun things. But then I also wanted to have energy left for me. I wanted to be able to be sexy and attractive when my husband and I are intimate with each other, right? Where I wanted to put, put my hair down. I wanted to put my makeup on. And I felt like, and I wanted to, you know, go dancing and like do fun things that fill me up, me up. And like, I just, I struggled. I really did struggle. So this is kind of like my own, uh, my own experience that now I pass on to the women that I work with. And it's so interesting that the majority of my clients are actually mothers of daughters like me, like I am. Like you said in the beginning, it enhances the importance of understanding femininity and the feminine cycles because it's not just you it's it's your kids and we prioritize them so it would make sense that it's mothers with daughters yeah yeah right yeah because women connect to my story Uh, and you know this from business right people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it right so it's true it's totally it's it's interesting how it works um but a lot of yeah like maybe 98 percent of my clients (laughs) would be moms with girls who are raising little um ladies and um they want to know this stuff they want to know how to take care of themselves in a sustainable way so that they can then pass it on to their girls so what are the four phases? Okay. Ooh, I love this topic. Okay. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the four phases and then I'm going to share why it's so important for us women in business to help us tap into productivity. Sure. So the four phases. So first of all, I want to say that our body, our female body is the best, by far the best relationships coach, money coach, health coach, 
anything, parenting coach, marriage coach, it's the everything. And I know it sounds like, what is she talking about? But let me explain. The, when we as women are really in tune with our body, with, our, with ourselves, we feel really connected. Our body communicates with us all the time. Most of the time, it commu- I mean, you know, some people would call it soul whispers. That's when it's a whisper. Sometimes it's a loud cry and scream. That's already would be after, you know, you ignoring it for a long time. And then the body would start screaming most often um, through a physical symptom. So a lot of the times I believe that, uh, you know, diseases, so diseases also you can say as disease, they are manifested as a way to kind of like shake us up and get our attention to some to something right so the female body is incredible in that sense that we have this ability to not only create a human being and birth it but also take care of ourselves and our offsprings in a way that is good for them but also for us so that, believe it or not, is done through the female cycle, so our periods. And I know that the majority of you know, people, when, especially I think women mostly, and I remember definitely myself thinking of my period as something that is, oh my gosh, it's a nuisance. It's, it's, I mean, it's in my way. It's, it's disgusting. It's dirty, <laughs> right? Yeah. And a lot of us are also, we also numb it or we opt out of it, right? Through using um, birth control pills and the Mirena IUD and all sort of the stuff. But the moment you realize that this is your most powerful health tool, it's the most powerful well-being tool that you have and also your best productivity tool for your business to really thrive because let's face it, you are your business. If you are not well, or if I'm not well, I cannot do the work that I want to do. Right? So this is like the number one thing that I want to be, that I want to make sure that is, is in alignment. It, then everything changes. Then everything becomes really kind of like smooth and easy. Uh, as opposed to, you know, things that feel hard. When things feel hard, in terms of health, in terms of relationships, when things don't go, that means there's no alignment. And that means that your body is not, you're not living in alignment with this feminine current. So the feminine current, that's my terminology, is basically split into the four phases of the female cycle. There are, um, the first cycle, the first phase is called the follicular phase, also known as the phase of emergence. This would be the right, uh, um, the time, it's about, I, I break down the phases to roughly one week each in, in a four week, uh, in, let's say in a 30 day cycle. Um, so that would be the week right after you emerge from menstruation. So for, for after your period, this is a time to pay really close attention to it. This is a time when you would have this energy of, like I said, emergence, you would be excited, curiosity, inspiration, you would have a ton of new ideas. This is a time to begin, right? Uh, in terms of speaking about productivity, this is a great time to 
uh, plant seeds for new projects to do like brainstorming sessions and um, maybe start, um, you know, if we're talking about pitching with, you know, two podcasts, this is the time to research these podcasts and maybe send those emails out, right? So that is that energy that we have during that time. The next phase is called the phase of ovulation, also known as, known as the phase of visibility. That is about around day 13, 14, 15 of our cycle. That, biologically speaking, is the time when we are most primed for conception, okay? Whether you want it or not, whether you want to conceive a baby or not, that is, biologically speaking, that is the energy of this phase. And so what would happen is your brain will start um, creating hormones that, are, that will help you to connect, to be more relatable, um, to, you know, to, to have... Um, to, to be talkative and to be expressive, to be visible, to be more out there. So um, productivity speaking, you know, um, this is a great time for sales calls to actually do Facebook Lives and to do uh, podcast pitches like I am right now in my ovulatory phase, which is why, you know, this is, happen this is happening. So when you begin to live your life in that you know, in that matter, it's also called cycle thinking, then life all of a sudden becomes kind of, you're, you're, you're able as a woman to exhale, right? Um, my work is all about helping women to feel more confident, more energized, and more passionate, more sexy in their life. And the majority of women who come my way are women who are healing from burnout, and burnout, it could be burnout, you know, somebody who's burnt out at work from like working at corporate for many, many, many years, like I know you have. Um, women who, uh, the burnout could be because of infertility. We know how taxing, you know, infertility could be. Uh, burnout from like family drama and just like being stuck, you know, in unnecessary um, fighting and arguments. Whatever burnout it could be. But the moment I teach them to live their life in, in alignment with the four phases, they're able to finally exhale and really understand that, oh, life doesn't have to be so hard. I can actually create my flow, my rhythm, and I have that biologic rhythm, biological rhythm within me that I was gifted by being a female, by being born a female. That's how, you know, it's, it's, I think it's the most magical thing that can even exist. So is, is burnout, does that burnout come from trying to do too much when it's not aligned? Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Which makes sense. I just wanted to make sure I was following. And let me say a little bit more, and I will for sure uh, talk about the other two phases. The reason this happens today, especially like if we're talking about productivity and work, the reason it happens is because let's face it, um, even if you're thinking about the nine to five workday, this has been created. It's been designed in order to, um, to optimize for the male's productivity. Because what happens is male, male, we, you know, males and females, we are very, very different biologically. Physically, we're different. I know that we're talking about equality and the feminine movement, and that's okay. 
But biologically, physically speaking, we're very different. Our bodies are different. Even our digestive systems are different. Our brain is wired differently. Our hormonal, our endocrine system is different. It's really different. And there is no, you know, being different doesn't mean being inferior. We're just different, right? And so, but we really have to understand that it's been created, the nine to five workday, it's been created mostly to optimize the levels of energy for men, because men's biology responds to the sun. The sun affects then the testosterone. Testosterone responds to the sun. So the sun is up, right? Testosterone will be up. And then when the sun is done, down around 5 p.m., that's when the, en- the male energy drops down. So 9 a.m., the, ener- you know, the male's energy, sun is up, male's energy is up and going. He's ready to go take on the day. And then nine, 5 p.m., it's starting to wane. And that's, you know, and this day is perfect for a male um, because men also have a cyclical, they also cycle, but their cycle culminates every 24 hours, which is why it's easier for them to restart, right? They reset every single day. For us, for women, it does not culminate every 24 hours. For us, it culminates every 28 to 30 days roughly right so which is why the nine to five work week work day does not work for women that's why so many women and now especially you know with the movement of women leaving corporate and you know building businesses and getting you know um starting their own businesses and being entrepreneurs more it's because we're understanding that this doesn't work you know because the, the price to pay for the rigidity, it's the price of relationships. It's the price of your health. It's the price of your, you know, of your finances and all that. It's just we are understanding. This is why I said that our bodies, is, it's, it's our health, money, and relationships coach. It's all of that. I do think it's interesting because traditionally, like if we're going back, you know, even I don't know, I'm not great with timelines, but 40, 50 years, men were the ones working. Like women were in the kitchen. So it totally makes sense that the workday, that all of that stuff, the work week, workday is structured. But I've never heard that about men in the sun. And I think that's fascinating. I love that. I love the science that you're bringing into it um, because it's more than theories. It's more than feelings. It, there's scientific reasons yeah yeah for sure for sure if anybody is interested in it if anybody listening is interested to read more about the brain science uh go and find the dr uh daniel amen's book uh the female brain it's fascinating and he's um i love the color it's pink uh and he he um the color of the of the cover and he really dives deep into the brain science and he proves how the brain the female brain is so different than the male's brain. And I think it's so amazing that more and more, um, you know, uh, health experts talk about this because it is completely, I think, delusional to expect men and women to be able to do the same things in the same timeline, and, you know, and, exp- and, 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 um, expect the same kind of output, quote unquote, right? Because as women, we're just different. I mean, just the fact that we, um, 
during the time that we menstruate, we need to slow down. And even, I mean, if you, if you, even if you think about it, during the time that we menstruate, and I'm kind of like jumping all over the place with the phases, but when we menstruate, naturally, if you pay attention, that's when you would be super tired. You would crave kind of like um, junkier foods. You would crave comfort food. And that's normal. That's how it should be. I'm not saying that's okay to eat junk, but I'm saying that this is how it should be because we are coded. This is in, you know, rest is encoded inside of our body, meaning you, we absolutely need to rest. We absolutely need to slow down because what happens when we constantly go, 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 push, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, right? Produce, produce, produce. Then you tell me what happens. You get burned out. Exactly. You get burnt out. You get exhausted. And what happens, I, I, I refer to this term in my practice as you tend to feel sucked dry. Like your life is being literally sucked dry out of you. And so many women are starting to realize it. Um, they ask themselves, what's happening? Like, why am I doing all this all this for like really it's all for the logistics is this all that there is is this my cinderella story <laughs> you know okay so let me let me go back to the, la- the 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 phase after ovulation which is the phase that mo- the majority of women struggle with and this is the the luteal it's called the luteal phase uh, also known as the phase of culmination this is the phase, so it's roughly about a week to maybe five, between five to a week um, after our ovulatory phase. And that is when a lot of us would feel all of a sudden just more agitated, more kind of snappy. All of a sudden, we're short-tempered. We have zero energy for the kids. We don't want to be touched. We don't want to be kissed. We don't want to be giving anything. We are starting to kind of, you know, that energy, that excitement, that connection, you know, that energy for connecting is kind of starting to slowly um, decrease. And that's when um, it's time for us to, to begin to go inward. So this productivity speaking, this would be, wouldn't not, would not be a great time to give speeches and to be around people. It would be a great time, however, to evaluate your business, to look into taxes, to uh, do things like um, strategy, um, into, look into the logistics. It's a great time to delegate because you are very much matter of fact, the, you know, the energy that you have during that time. This is the energy, uh, this is the best time to do all those things because your body is actually going to be aligned with those tasks. Um, and then, and then uh, you know, about a week later, you will get your period, you know, if you have a regular cycle and that's perfect because then you're ready to kind of finish up this 30-day cycle. You're going to rest a little bit and it doesn't mean that you, you know, you're going to take a day off. It's not about that. It's about just figuring out which tasks can I do that require the least amount of energy that I can do kind of like low gear. So even if you're working at corporate, you can't, you know, you don't necessarily going to take, you know, two days off every month. Although if you could do that, that's amazing. But you could, let's say, um, you know, and I do see companies like Facebook and Google and even Shopify who are, who are beginning to understand that their female employees are very much different. Um, I once went with my husband 
to finish to visit the Shopify headquarters here in Toronto. And I stepped into the bathroom and I was blown away, Meg. Like they had a beautiful setup for women uh, with like um, menstrual pads and tampons and even little like brochures that explains and teaches women about their cycle. Like it was amazing, (laughs) you know, so I can, I see how corporations are understanding this and even a lot of them would allow women to not take the time off, but let's say they would allow women to work from home during these days, right? Or they would allow them to just do like mundane tasks that still need to be done, but don't require a ton of energy. Or they would allow women to work like a half day instead of the full day, right? So there are still things that we can do. And I believe that when we learn to live our life in alignment with the female cycle, with the feminine current, as I call it, life all of a sudden becomes not only more fun, not, more, not only more doable, but also more sustainable, meaning you all of a sudden have the energy to come back home after work and you want to, to hang out with your kitties and you, want, you, know, you will be able to keep up with them. You will want to take them out to the park. You would want to you know, cook a, a healthy, delicious meal while you're swaying your hips. Like you're just, life is just fun you know, and you are enjoying yourself, you still have the time to enjoy, you know, a pleasurable evening, you know, intimate evening with your partner after the kids are, you know, in bed. You still have the energy for that. How many women do you know who, because of the, you know, the go, 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 the logistics of the day and the in the inning, and these women come to my practice all the time, Meg, who tell me, I don't have energy for intimacy. Like I just want him to leave me alone, right? And that happens because we kind of like get out of tune of this rhythm. Now I'm curious. I totally understand what you're saying. And I feel like for me, the one problem or issue I see is um, I do a lot of speaking, a lot of public speaking, professional speaking, you know, up on stage, conferences, things like that. I can't control when they schedule them. (laughs) So how do you handle it when you have something that has to get done that doesn't fall into the right place in your, in your cycle? Yeah. I've worked with women uh, like these women who are, um, you know, who are professional speakers and they would call me and say, Dorit, I have a very important, you know, talk to do. Gary Vaynerchuk is going to be in the audience (laughs) and I'm going to be on my period. Um, What do I do? Okay. So first of all, of course, like I said, it's not, it's not about not working. It's not about not um, doing, you know, the kind of work that you have chosen to do, right? Nobody's forcing you to do that. It's about being really intentional with your energy, with your time, and with the effort that you're putting out. So if you know that for sure you will be, um, of course, you don't have control over the scheduling. But if you know for sure that, let's say, the time that you're scheduled to speak, you will be on your period, then what you would do is you would be super intentional two weeks prior, even like the whole month prior. You will do the best that you can. It's not about perfection, right? It's about progress. It's about just being 1% better than you were yesterday. So it's about really keeping hydrated. It's about moving your body. It's about, if you can, 
right before you, um, you go up on the stage, don't do the hustle bustle. Take maybe a day off. Maybe, you know, go into, if, if you're speaking somewhere where you have to travel, arrive there maybe two, three days ahead that you can maybe take a luxurious bath so that you can just like sink into, into yourself, you know, without being like responsible for, you know, the kids and the scheduling and the logistics and all of that, because those things will take energy out. And the, what, what we need to understand when we menstruate, it's a very monumental bodily event. The body is already expending a lot of energy in order to shed that uterine lining, right? So what we need to do is we need to think energy always. If I do this, is this taking energy from me or am I depositing energy units of energy into my body to help me feel better? and feel more aligned. I highly encourage all women to track their cycle. And if your cycle is regular, then it's really easy to even, you know, plus or minus to do it, let's say six months in, in advance. So then when you are choosing your speaking engagements, try to book them in alignment as much as possible with, you know, with your cycle. But if it does not happen, then really make sure to um, give yourself and take care of your own needs physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, right before you go on that stage. And then know that right after, and I know a lot of the times after a speaking engagement, the hardest thing is the schmoozing after. It's the, you know, people want, you know, they've just seen you on stage. Everybody wants to shake your hands and everybody wants a piece of you. And that would happen. And that's a very important part of business, right? You cannot escape that. Um, To do that, just know that you will encounter (laughs) a uh, like energetic hangover right after. So again, create the space and the time inside of your schedule to allow yourself to to just rest, right? Uh, water is great for that. So if you can get into like a salt bath, if you can get into like a pool, well, uh, you can, you know, with, with tampons, you can still get into pools. But I think the best thing is to just take a bath um, and just sit in silence and re- help yourself restore. The more you do that, you know, from one month to the other, you will all of a sudden see how Things are not hard anymore. Things will begin to flow more and more because you are listening to your body. You are in alignment with your feminine current, with your natural rhythm, as opposed to being against it. Does it make sense? It does. It does. And this has been super fascinating. And I I hate that we're out running out of time because I would love to, gosh, I would love to go through maybe even a second interview <laughs> and do the same information, but from the perspective of our kids, you know, because my kids' productivity is not business productivity. Um, I would love to hear your ideas on all that. Or if you've got a resource or something you could share with us, I can definitely direct people that way. Um, but I would, I'd love to know if you had, just to finish off the interview, if there was but one tip you could give to, for us as moms to help our daughters, um, 
with that process of owning their power as, as females. But if you've got more to say on that topic, I'd love to get you back on for another interview. Yeah, like I said, mothers and daughters, it's a it's just a recur- kind of like organically recurring uh, topic for me in my practice. Like, you know, like I mentioned, a lot of the moms who are who I work with, they happen to be moms of daughters. So that's yeah, for sure. I have a lot more to say uh, in terms of one last tip to help us raise um, daughters who are not only you know, going to grow up to be kick-ass, you know, in business, but also will know how to feel really good in their body, how to feel confident, how to feel energized, how to choose themselves, how to prioritize. I think, I mean, there are many different things that we can do, but if there is one thing that I, as a mom of daughters, feel absolutely obligated is to educate myself then of course, as you know, modeling is the best, it's the best tool, right? Just like, just like you're doing now with your family, RVing around the United States. I mean, that's such an incredible thing that you're doing for your family. And I will not be surprised if at least one of them would choose to do that too with her family because mommy did it and mommy survived and mommy not only survived, she thrived through this. So why not me? So with our girls, with our daughters, it's, Allowing the conversations of the body, the emotional aspect of it, the, in the mental aspect to, com- to, to become a constant topic at home, right? So this female feminine talk to always be there, um, to, to uh, give them books. Like my favorite book is called The Confidence Code for Girls where they will be exposed to, um, you know, to, to these topics of femininity and the thoughts that they have as girls. Um, another great book is Mothering and Daughtering. Uh, I love it because it's one book, but it's divided into two. So the one part is for moms and the other part, half is for girls. So it's constantly have this frame of reference and to always be aligned with your daughter in terms of like, you know, connection so did you read what did you think oh let me give you my perspective and then you know it's like the wiser perspective of a mom and then the you know the immature kind of growing emerging perspective of the daughter and then this like constant um connection between the two of you and you're growing together it's the constant conversation about the female body absolutely the moment she gets her period her first period um to to celebrate that um in my tradition we are jewish we have we celebrate uh our celebration is called bat mitzvah so it's so it's like um it's an initiation party that girls get um and that's the transition from like girlhood right the childish girlhood into stepping into womanhood into young adulthood and to celebrate that to for example i remember uh, when I got my period, uh, it was like, okay, cool. Just continue with the day. My mom didn't really, I mean, she didn't know. It's not about blaming her. But I, my vision, my kind of dream, if you will, is to to make like a, a fun day, to have a fun day with my daughter, to take her out um, maybe to the spa to get our nails done and maybe a facial and to get her, you know, a bouquet of flowers and just to celebrate the fact that she, she, she's so lucky to be born a female. 
And yet, yes, there are some really heavy, challenging moments that you as a woman, as a female, will have to go through. And here I am to show you that it's okay. You can be there. You, you, you will survive. You not only survive, you will thrive through them. Let me show you how. So I think teaching them to live in alignment with the feminine current is absolutely key because then we're teaching them to not waste their life force energy on nonsense, on drama, on really silly things that, I mean, let's face it, they will, they will do it, but <laughs> to a certain extent, right? Don't waste your energy too much on she said, he said. Um, maybe, you know, you, you have, you know, Maybe she has a tendency to get into that reel in her head because she is currently in her follicular phase and that's the energy of exciting, you know, excitement and emergence. So understand, honey, that this is just the energy of where you are today. Let's slow down. Let's come back. You know, let's slow down. And then she's going to be in her uh, visibility, in her ovulatory phase, and she will have this, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, and, and it's constant, it's constantly changing, which is why so many women who come to my practice, they tell me, Dorit, why can't I just be um, linear like my husband is? It's because you're not, you will never be. So it's the, be the best thing you can do for yourself is to just embrace that. Don't go against it. Your husband, again, he, his cycle culminates every 24 hours. Yours culminates every 28 days. It's different. So learn how to work with the energies, how to feed your hormones, how to, you know, really take care of yourself so that you, you will avoid these unnecessary expenditures of energy. Thank you so much. Can you please share where our listeners can learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So they can go to my website. It's www.dorit, D-O-R-I-T, Palvanov, P-A-L-V-A-N-O-V.com. That's my website. Uh, they can find all about how to work with me. I also have a podcast. It's called The Confident, Energized, and Sexy Mama Show. Uh, you're welcome to, I've been podcasting for a little over two and a half years now. So I have as we speak, we have about 134 episodes. They can totally binge. Um, I have a Facebook group. It's called The Confident, Energized, and Sexy Mama's Village. You're very welcome to find me over there. On Instagram, you can find me at Dorit Palvanov Coaching. Um, yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm happy to talk about this. I'm super passionate about this uh, topic and... For sure, find me and connect with me. Let me know where you where you heard this interview, and I'm excited to meet you. Awesome! Thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with me and my audience and share all that wisdom. It was fascinating. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. You'll find all of the links and the show notes at megbrunson.com/cycle. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Till next week. <laughs>